Welcome back, friends, to another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast. It is day three of our training, and I am just as excited today as I was on day one. I absolutely love hearing all the gold nuggets that you took away from the first two trainings and all the aha moments, so keep them coming. My messages have just been full, and it just makes my heart so happy just to see that what I'm teaching you is actually landing. So as you go about the training today, if there's a gold nugget or if there's something that really resonates with you, feel free to share it, tag me, or just pop my DMs and let me know that you like it. If you're tuning in, you're like, what? What's going on? (laughs) This is actually a three-day free training that is all about using mindset to leverage your business. So if you just popped on this podcast and you're like, what the heck? I highly recommend that you go back to day one and listen to that training first because all the lessons build on one another. So how are we feeling? There's been a lot. And the reason why I give a lot of information because different people are in different places. And I like to give a lot of information, not so that you go and implement all of it, so that you can at least take one thing away that applies to you and your situation. And if you are feeling like, whoa, this is a lot, and you're having a lot of realizations, please, 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 pretty please, don't beat yourself up or judge yourself. Instead, I want you to try something a little different that you might be new to. I want you to celebrate yourself. I want you to celebrate yourself for doing this work, for showing up, and for just choosing to put you first, which is amazing. And we all learn at very different paces and different ways. And we're all at different phases in our life and our business. So really having this radical acceptance of where you are and celebrating all the wins along the way and not just when you get to the destination. This is where the magic is. It's in all these steps along the way. And if you focus on those small wins, you're going to really focus on growth and it's going to help you in the long term. So amazing, amazing job. I'm patting you on the back. Um, Maybe this is one of the things you share today is a win that you've had so far doing this training. And if you're listening to day three, you're already ahead of the game. You have not quit. That in itself is totally a win. So many people sign up for the freebies and think, oh, well, I'm just going to sign up. And then when when you actually have to sit down and do the stuff, you're like, I don't have time for that, right? This is why this work is so important. So bravo to you for still being here on day three and still doing the work. I am so, so proud of you. So just a quick little recap over the last two days of our training. So we learned about scarcity and abundant mindset and where you fall on the scale of things. We dove into how that shows up for you in your patterns and what that looks like for you specifically. I also shared some things and how it resonates for me but that could be the same or it could be different for you. We learned about our beliefs and how they determine our actions and how then our actions determine our results. We then looked at the how. How do we shift from a scarcity mindset to an abundant mindset? And how do we change our beliefs and the identity so we get the results that we want? We took a look at how habits were formed And then we learned the three R's of how to really make sure we use the three R's to implement and make a new habit stick. And then we started to narrow down what you want to commit to and creating action items to help you move the needle in your life and your business. All amazing things, right? Fantastic. If you're not cut up, that's totally okay. 
This can be a workable document where you go back and you revisit several times. This doesn't have to be a one and done. So today we're going to dive into how to handle the resistance that comes when you start to make these changes in your life. I'm going to dive into three strategies to ensure that the changes you are making are met with acceptance. And if they're not, show you how to deal with that and then show you how to maximize and fast track your results. Because if you're listening, you want results. And I don't know about you, but if we can fast track those results, that's perfect. So let's dive into that energy as we get ready. So I don't know about you, but we all have good intentions when we want to do something new, right? And the people in our life have good intentions for us, for the most part. I mean, I want to just take a moment and just think about how many times have you started something new? Maybe you got super excited about it. You started doing this work. You started implementing something. People challenged you on these new patterns because you were showing up different. Then because of that questioning, you started to question yourself. And then you started to question, do I really even want this? And then that burning that's been in your heart, you start to say, oh yeah, I'm just going to forget about that. You start to shrink and then gradually you return back to old patterns, but you feel miserable. You still feel like something's missing, but it's easier to shrink and put yourself on the back burner than to meet the resistance with solutions. Have you ever been there? I certainly have. And I get it because it has happened to myself and so many people that I love And the key ingredient here really is to develop a mindset and to have strategies in place that can carry you through when this happens. And if you've never had this happen before, then you're going to notice that this may surface when you start to do this work. So doing and understanding the mindset piece is definitely one part, but it's also learning how and what you do when you're met with the challenges of society, of family. Um, of rocking the boat, if you will. So we're going to start with you. How are you going to handle the criticism and pushback? How will you stay true to what you are creating when things get tough? Because they will get tough. You will be challenged. You will question yourself. There will be highs and there will be lows. Business is not linear. So how are you going to handle that? And in the homework, I kind of walk you through this piece and I want to share a little story Because when I left teaching, I really, really wish I could say that I had people encouraging me, telling me I could do this, saying, oh, Gina, I got your back. But it was quite the opposite. I had so many people who did not believe in me, who thought I was making the biggest mistake of my life, who kept throwing pension, pension, pension. And I heard all of these things that really made me question myself. And when others question you, if your belief and if you don't, if your belief is not strong enough and you don't have strategies to remind yourself of this, you start to feel like, oh my God, who the hell am I to think that I can do this, right? So we want to be proactive. I'm all about being proactive instead of reactive and create a plan for yourself. So When you are challenged, how are you going to push through? Are you just going to cave and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to put that dream in the back burner? Maybe you've already done that several times. Maybe you want to finally break that cycle of falling back and putting your dreams and your goals in the back burner. Like, seriously, when are you going to start breaking that pattern? 
because it's not motivation. It's not motivation. I share this uh, analogy all the time because it really helps you see that motivation is not your problem. And I want you to just stop for a moment. And if you're writing and taking notes, just stop and just listen to this piece. And I want you to ask yourself, what is something that you do daily that you're not really motivated to do? What is something that you do daily that you hate, but you do anyway? I always bring up your job. (laughs) I would say 99% of the people I talk with, they're unhappy in their job. Yet, every single morning, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, they get up and they go to a job from nine to five doing something that most people hate or that 80% of their job they hate. Motivation is not your problem. You're not motivated to get up and go to work. You don't enjoy what you're doing, but you do it anyway. It's the consequence. It's the thing that's pushing you. What happens if you don't show up and you, and you don't go to work? You don't get a paycheck. What's the consequence of you not getting a paycheck? Well, you won't be able to pay your bills. So often people use the excuse of I'm not motivated to move through, but usually it's a more deeply seated thing. Motivation is not your problem. It's socially accepted for you to show up in a nine to five job or for you to show up and change diapers, or for you to show up and insert whatever thing you're doing daily, that is socially accepted. So you you are putting your well-being in the back burner, which you've been taught to do, for that societal acceptance, okay? Now, let me be clear. I'm not saying go quit your job. I'm just giving you this because most people can relate to this. So we wanna, we wanna deal with this. We wanna understand yourself and why you can do so many things that you don't enjoy, but you can't work on the things that's going to bring you closer to what you do. And it's all tapping into this identity piece. We want to get something that's going to push you and we want to have a why that is going to motivate you to do the work or discipline you to do the work or have the consequence for you to do the work. If you don't have something that's pushing you to actually follow through then it's going to be so easy for you to put your desires, your wants, your goals, your dreams in the back burner. What consequence can you attach to you not following through on your goals that's going to help you? And in your homework, you're given a guided question and it's about what's at stake for you if you don't follow through. Really allow yourself to go five years or even one year in the future and ask yourself, if you do not start changing things right now, what's at stake? If you give up on your goals and dreams and fall back into old patterns, what are you missing out on? For example, let's just say, and this is another one that most people can relate to, most people put their health on the back burner. What's at stake if you spend another year of eating crappy food and not moving your body and not taking care of your well-being? Maybe you don't have the energy to play with your kids. Maybe you get sick. I lost my dad at the age of 59, so health is super important to me. If you're not acting on your business in a year from now, if you keep doing what you're doing, how is your business going to suffer? How is your well-being going to suffer? How is your mental health going to suffer if you keep putting you last? And I know this is a little dark, but you need that. You need that incentive to push you through on the days when you do not want to show up because reality check, sometimes people think that when they do what they love, that everything is easy peasy. There's still days where I find it hard to show up 
So you're going to need something that's going to help you move into this energy of showing up. And it's all around this identity, right? The identity and the why, what's going to push you because the pushback is going to happen. So I want to share three things. Some of them are tangible strategies, but others are more things that I've put in place to help me stay focused on my goals for me and my business. Okay. So all of the work that we've previously done is fantastic. It's all tangible. We all have a plan now, but when we implement the plan and we're met with resistance, a lot of people don't talk about this. A lot of people go this far and say, okay, go have at it, go and do the thing. You go and you're not taught how to deal with the naysayers, with the conflict, with the challenges. And I want to break that. I want to help you. So one of the very first things that I have in place for me is a community. This community changes based on my what I'm investing in myself on, what I have for my clients. But I just want to tell you a little story. So the other day I was um, out for a walk with a past client who is now a friend. And I was telling her, so all my one-on-one clients, I only take three one-on-one clients at a time. So all my one-on-one clients were cluing up. And then I had this little break in between where I wasn't teaching and wasn't reiterating what I believe is true and what I usually practice. But part of my practice is teaching it, right? That's how I stay fresh. So I had that. One of my investments of my coaching programs was over. So there was a small period where I was trying to decide where I was going to invest invest next, getting ready for new one-on-one clients coming in. And I started to notice that I was slipping a little bit, okay? So I want to tell you about what happened. I was talking to my husband and something just fell off. There was nothing that was really changing in my life. It was just that I was having a turnover of clients. I was preparing for new coaching programs. And for some reason, I looked at my husband and I said, what the heck am I doing with my life? Now, everything is going great. Everything is going great. And I said to my husband, should I be doing this? And as soon as the words came out of my mouth, I knew what was happening. My community was not around me because of the phase I was in. It was a bullshit belief, but because I know these things, I was able to recognize that because I wasn't teaching my clients or actively around people who was helping me keep my vision clear, I started to slip because my environment, besides my own things in my office and that kind of stuff, all leaned towards playing small, all leaned towards traditional living. And I started to think this was my reality because I wasn't being intentional. This is a problem with being intentional. If we leave it up to, up to society, we slip. So I jumped up and I said to Dwayne, I'm going to go and I'm going to pay for that group coaching right now. I was trying to decide where to invest before that. And it's like I knew where I was going to invest, but I was pretending that I didn't quite know. Have you ever been there? So I jumped up and I went, I took my credit card. I always pay in full because I like that um, feeling of playing all in, that there's something invested in it immediately immediately I started to level up. I started to remember my vision. I started to remember my beliefs. It changed everything. One of the quotes that I heard, oh my God, it was several years ago now, and it's been said by so many people, this is not mine, but the quote is, you are the sum of the five people you surround yourself with. That hits so hard with me. So I am very intentional about my community. That's number one. So 
I want you to ask yourself, do you have a community that's supporting you? Do you have people who are going to help you level up? Do you have people who are going to carry you when you need a little bit of a push? I'm going to give you some guidance in your homework to really get intentional and make sure that you have that. Um, Once again, this is such an important thing that I do that helps me. These are all things that help me, okay? Number two, boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. And I kind of want to talk about a bunch of different boundaries. I want to talk about boundaries with myself, with my family, relationships, and business. So it's four different steps. A lot of times people, especially nowadays, think boundaries are with other people. But most people that I work with realize that they are the thing that's holding them back. So I always lead with boundaries with myself and boundaries with my clients within themselves first. What does that look like, Gina? What the hell is a boundary with myself? So for me and for my clients, it's like calling BS when you are making excuses, when you have beliefs coming in that you know are not true, when you have beliefs that are keeping you playing small. Um, boundaries about like reducing your scroll time, your social media time, the habits that you are doing daily, what you're listening to, how you're spending your time, who you're spending your time with. These are all boundaries that I hold for myself at a very high standard. Then we have boundaries with our family, clear boundaries about your routines when I'm working. And of course this changes given your family dynamic. Um, but it's all about figuring out how you can create healthy boundaries within your family. So for example, Dwayne knows that my morning routine is a non-negotiable. If we have things to do, even if we're on vacation for the most part, I will set aside time for these things because I show up better as a wife, a coach. It just has this ripple effect and I'm not willing to put it on the back burner. If my circumstances can't allow the exact same routine, I don't give up on the goal, the routine. I just adjust how I do it. So it's getting clear and having conversations with your family about what you need from them and when you're working and times when this is important to me, I need this to happen. And for me, those are the hardest ones because if your family doesn't necessarily understand, then sometimes it's met with resistance. But it's really communicating that this is important to me You don't have to understand what I'm doing, but you have to respect the fact that these are the things that I'm trying to do to better myself and my business, okay? Um, And sometimes you have a, a conversation about maybe how they can be involved in what you're doing, but it's just really getting clear about what you are available for and what you're not available for. The third one is relationships. Who are you spending time with? How are you showing up? What are you doing? What are you talking about? And please let me, uh, before I go any further, please let me say this. This is not about you can't have a girl's night where you go out and you eat all the bad food and you just go and you vent. Of course you can. But are you doing this all the time? Every time you go out, are you spending time like gossiping about people or, you know, going down this rabbit hole of what's wrong with your life? If you're doing that all the time, then that's going to have an impact. I always follow the 80-20 rule. 80% of the time, I'm doing all the things. 20% of the time, I'm like, you know what? I just need some downtime too, some Netflix. Give me a big bag of sour cream, onion, ruffles, chips, and a bottle of wine and let me just be for a little bit. We're human. We need those moments. But essentially, you are the summation of your habits. You show me your habits, I show you your future, right? So we want to make sure that for the majority of it, 80%, you're doing things that's setting you up for success and moving you forward. 
Now, I could do a full, number four is business. I could do a full podcast around business, but really boundaries within how you show up for yourself, when you work, your prices, your availability, who you decide to work with, your work environment, when you check your email, like really get clear about where you need boundaries in your business. And your homework is going to kind of help you solidify these and pick at least one thing that you can start implementing um, that will help you. The third one is huge in my opinion. It kind of goes hand in hand with community, but this takes that community up for a level. And it's actually one of the things that I'm known for in the coaching world. I am huge on accountability and helping people achieve their goals through accountability. You need to have people who you can vocalize your goals to, who can question you if you're playing it safe, who you can talk out any blocks with because there are so many blocks when you're doing something different that nobody else is doing. You have to have people that you can go to for advice um, and you have to have people who are cheering you on, who is guiding you and mentoring you and showing you the way and helping you to your next level. My rule is I will not hire a coach unless they have a coach because I truly believe that everybody needs that mentoring and everybody needs that accountability. Everybody needs that space where they can talk out the problems that come with life and running a business. So these are the three main things that are going to determine if you have long-term success or short-term success. This work is hard. So today in your homework, you are going to create a plan, an action plan on how you are going to set yourself up for success to work on the things that you want to, those goals for your business, those action steps that you want to take. This ties a whole pretty bow around it to really give you that full package to make sure that you follow through. So in your homework, I want you to get clear on these things because here's the thing. The goals are going to change. The beliefs are going to change as you level up. The things you need to work on are going to change. But those three things that I just shared with you will allow the change and encourage the change and fast track that change. So as I'm going through this, what potential blocks are coming up or what potential blocks are you envisioning happening as you start to do these things? And if you're like, damn girl, I have no idea. Let's revisit the past just for a hot second and take a look at things that have held you back then. What were your obstacles? You can predict your future hurdles by past ones. I always say expect the expected and not the way that you might think. But oftentimes people go into these situations and they're expecting a different result. But every time you've done that thing in the past, you've always gotten the same result. You haven't changed anything. So if you haven't changed anything, expect the expected, but then go, okay, I'm ready to change that. Let's create a solution because I know this is going to happen. Patterns are very predictable. You can look back and you can see times when you didn't follow through. You can see times when you signed up for free things. You can see times when um, maybe you started to do the work and it got uncomfortable. So you fell back. Expect the expected. Then create the solution. And if you're going, Gina, I have no freaking idea how to do this. Take a look at people around you and just see what are their obstacles. You know, ask somebody that you can trust and say, okay, like, what are some things that you noticed in the past that I didn't follow through on? You don't have somebody to talk, then shoot me a message. And if you're listening and you're like, Gina, you know what? I can totally understand some things that might have blocked me in the past that I know are going to block me again is that I just feel so alone on this journey. I don't have anybody who understands what I'm going through. People just don't get who I am or what I'm trying to do. I just don't have anybody to talk any of this stuff out. 
I just need somebody in my corner. And I get it. I really, truly do. And there are times when I feel this way too. But what makes it all worth it is having people in your corner, reaching out, finding the support. It's having the mentorship of people who have already done or are doing what you are currently doing or what you want. It's people who are in the trenches with you. So in saying all this, like this is why I've created this beautiful coaching program. And I'm super excited that doors are officially open today. Can we just do a little victory dance with that? Um, But we have to realize that there are certain things missing that we need to up-level and we need to find, right? So this program is a -a one-of-a-kind program that's jam-packed with value, support, and all the ingredients necessary for growth in both your life and your business. And I seriously feel that this is the best thing I have ever put into the world and is exactly what's missing in the entrepreneurial world. We all know habits. We all knew what we had to do. Now we have plans, but it's like, who's going to help you get to the next level? And if you've listened to this training and you feel called to, I highly recommend this is something that you might want to check out. We go really deep into the woo and the way. I show you how to really step into that identity of the person you are becoming. I give you strategy and structure on how to build your business. I show you all my go-to systems to make business work for me. I take up the guesswork of things that took me hundreds of thousands of hours. I show you how to step into your standout factor in your industry and shine instead of shrink. And I give you that community, that ongoing support and mentorship that will fast track your results. And I help you to overcome all the blocks that will continue the rise. These blocks don't go away. We just get better at handling them as they come our way. And I would love to guide you on this journey. If this is something that you feel called to do, there's an application form and I only accept 15 people at a time because I go all in with my clients. There are a couple of seats already spoken for, full transparency, and I'll include the link of all the outlines and the details, what's included, and then the application form if this is something that you want to do. I I always want to make sure this is a good fit for both of us, so the application allows me to do that. And the spirit of Good Friday, I do have an early bird price on the go right now if you're serious about this. And I would highly recommend you take action on that right away. You don't have to do this alone. I'm here to guide you. I'm here to support you. I'm here to help you really create that identity and move forward. Anywho, I won't spend any more time diving into this or convincing you this is for you. Only you can make that decision. But part of being a business owner, as you know, is letting people know how to work with me further and how I can help you. And I've already gotten so many questions about this. So it was only fitting for me to talk about it here. As always, we're going to clue up with an action item. The homework guides you through this, but what is one thing you are going to do today that's going to help you move the needle in your business? The homework is going to guide you through a process, but if that seems like it's too much, we always end each lesson with at least one thing that you're going to do that can help you move forward. And from everything we covered today, pick one thing that feels good. And if you didn't get anything done yesterday or the day before, it can come from there as well. But I wanna share one more thing about the action items that you choose. I always say that when you're choosing a goal or an action item, I want you to think stretch, not shrink. When you're picking your goals and action items, you don't want to pick the goal that will be easiest. Your goals should scare you a little and they definitely should feel a little bit uncomfortable, but they shouldn't shrink you. For example, 
If I said today my action item is going to be something that's totally out of reach for me, totally intangible, and I set that goal and I don't have somebody to help guide me, or I don't have my first action step to do it, it may shrink me so I don't even take action. So when you are picking your action item, make sure it's something that you can do today. It's something that cannot be broken down any further and something that you can just do right now. (laughs) Maybe it is signing up for my group coaching program, or maybe it's your first post on social media if you're brand new. Maybe it's I'm going to really double down and do the identity work. Maybe it's implementing some of the habits that we talked about that you're like, oh, should I do it? Should I not? Whatever your action item is, make sure they stretch you, not shrink you. So just take that first step and do the damn thing. And I'll leave you with a little reminder that your dreams are not silly. You are more than capable of creating that dream in your heart. You can do this and you can do all the hard things. You just have to have the courage and take that first step. So I hope to see some of you on the inside of the group coaching program. And if not, pop on over and follow me on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you guys there. I will be doing a live over there on uh, Friday tomorrow to announce the winners of all the cool prizes. So feel free to tune in. And if you have some questions about what we've covered over the last three days, or even about the group coaching program, feel free to shoot me a message and I'll answer it then, or I'll answer you through your uh, through the DMs. The last three days have been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for joining, for playing all in, for going for it, for sharing all the things that you have and just choosing that you want more. I hope that you say yes to you and say yes to your business. And as always, thank you for listening to another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast. As always, keep it fun, keep it kind, and always keep it real.